Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. Here's Jake. And our sponsors today, Mainstream Marketing, Texan Roofing, Boyd's One Stop, and Texas Insider Fishing Report. All right, right now on the island down in Galveston, it's 81 degrees, feels like 90. Uh, Today they're calling for abundant sunshine, near record high temperatures again. High near 90, south-southwest winds, 10 to 20, they're back. And uh, tonight, clear skies, low of 82, south-southwest, 10 to 20. And for tomorrow, more broken record, mainly sunny, near record high temperatures, 91 high, or winds will be south-southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. So uh, those nice couple of days we had here, we're back to the same O. So, all right, looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have four of them. We have a high at 7.05 a.m., it's a 1.3, then a low at 11.30 a.m., a 1.1, a high at 3.55 p.m., a 1.3, and a low at 11.33 p.m., an 0.1, 6.49 a.m. at sunrise, sunset, 7.58 p.m., and we're on a new moon, 0% visibility on our moon phase. All right, uh, looking offshore, it's uh, south-southwest at 9 to 11. Air temperature is 85, water temp 88. And looking at uh, Galveston Channel, it's 83 degrees down there this morning with 89-degree water with a southwest wind at 3 to 6. And Eagle Point showing 80 degrees with 88-degree water with a west-southwest wind at 6 to 8 miles per hour. And uh, supposedly 10 to 20 later in the day, so we shall see about that. All right, well, let's... uh, Let's move on over next door east of town over here, and let's go check in at Sabine Lake with Captain Bill Watkins this morning and see what he's up to. Good morning, Bill. How's it going? 
Oh, life's good. Uh, got me a pot of coffee brewing over there, and uh, yes, sir. Somehow, I've lost this centipede that was crawling across the floor. Uh, he was an ugly-looking rascal. A and centipede I think he's stuck in my. Uh, yeah, I think he's stuck in my broom. I wouldn't want to step on him, whatever he was. <laughs> no I bug squashing this early in the morning. <laughs> no, not with my bare feet. No, sir. I, Boy, I know a guy that he's still this way. If you step on a roach or any kind of bug, it's it's gag city. He'll throw up. <laughs> it doesn't bother me that way. I just I've been stung so many times by critters that I couldn't identify. <laughs> yeah, that I'm leery of stepping on anything barefooted. Now, if right. I got my if I got my slides on, yeah, get ready. <laughs> I don't mind the crunch. Not at all, but... Well, we'll uh, just call you Captain Crunch this morning. Captain Crunch. <laughs> I've been called Captain Gaftop and every other thing, Captain Pencil. I've been called all kinds of stuff. <laughs> doesn't bother me. As long as, long as I get a paycheck, it's all good. There you go. <laughs> well, I ain't proud. Uh, shoot, man. No, these are, these are tough times to be proud in right now. You just take what you can get and go on down the road, man. Be glad you got what you got. Yeah. Like I say, I, I haven't had a trip in a, a week, but uh, that's okay. I, I'll be out there Saturday. God willing, yeah. and the creek don't rise. And But I do have reports. I mean, I've, got a, I've got a pretty darn good network of uh, guides and other friends that, that are right. fishing, and they, uh, they're they telling me they're catching some good fish. I mean, by good fish, I mean uh, 17 to 20s. Um, yeah. Lots, lots of good trout out there. And uh, if you, Solid if you hit it right, yeah, if you hit it right, uh, you've got you to get in between these strong southwest winds and stuff like that. Uh, the water's still a little bit dirtied up right now, but uh, th- there are some clear spots. The upper channel's in pretty good shape. and uh, But, you know, all those days of a 20-mile-an-hour-plus southwest wind, west wind, that that screwed things up. I mean, yeah. the whole Louisiana shoreline was blown out, and one of, my, one of my guide buddies went last week during all of that, and... He caught three fish, and the other one caught three fish. There's two different guys that, that are among the best on the bay. And uh, it was blowing so hard out of the west-southwest that they just couldn't even get on anything. Yeah. And uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's tough. But the three fish that they both caught were good fish, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's... Uh, that's difficult, but then uh, the fishing the fishing right now is probably going to be in the channel, one end of it or the other, all the way up north. There is a lot of a lot of small trout up there, and there will be some better ones when you find them. You have to just wade through all the juveniles to get to what you need. Yeah. And of course, on the Louisiana side, I keep them. Um, if Saturday, if I go on a pencil mission, so be it. It'll be on the Louisiana side, or if I have to fish the Texas side, well, I'll be looking for the better fish. 
Yeah, we had a pretty stiff, uh, what was it, kind of a west-northwest and then went north on, uh, what was that, Tuesday. And then yesterday it was northeast pretty stiff. Felt good. Man, that weather felt good yesterday morning. Let me tell you about Tuesday. My son and I decided we'd haul off and go to Rayburn for the morning. Right. And we got launched that boat, and it was real calm. And when we come around the point of Mill Creek Park, there was a north wind kicking down the lake, mm-hmm. kind of white, light white caps. I said, man. And I, I remember having heard the weatherman saying it was going to come a little cool front. And, uh, oh, that was so nice. Didn't it we feel good? No humidity? Yeah. Yeah, no humidity. Bright sky. Of course, the fishing was tough, but <laughs> but uh, we could go where we wanted to and not be in a sweat. But by the time we got back to his house at Kirbyville, it was 120 in my truck. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just oppressive, dry heat. I mean... Now it's going to be the humidity coming back today, tomorrow, uh, today and tomorrow. It's going to back up to 102 degrees over here. Yeah, they're calling for 103 around here, so here we go. Oh, wow, man. Come on with it. But, you know, yeah, Tuesday, even uh, middle of the day, I, I went somewhere, and it was 102 on my truck, even with that little front. But it didn't feel that bad because there wasn't any humidity. No. Oh, it really it really made a difference in how the the felt heat was. That was that was a nice morning on Rayburn. We we really enjoyed that. Got to visit a little bit out there. We don't get talked too much. He's busy and I am too. So, but it was a uh, it was a nice morning. Yeah. Wound up catching. I wound up catching one three pounder, and one uh, finally figured out the pattern at ten o'clock. Before we quit to come home, uh, light-weighted Carolina rig uh, with a small worm. And I, I finally, I tried everything in the world, Texas rig, this and mm-hmm. that. And when I got finally got it to that, that's that's when I figured it out. But it was uh, it was time to go. We both had things we had to do that afternoon. Sure felt good to catch up one green trout, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from from where you're at, uh, that's not that big bad a drive to Mill Creek, is it? No, it's uh, it's pretty quick. From huh? my house, from my house to uh, Mill Creek is about oh, let's see, about sixty-eight miles. Yeah, that's not bad. And uh, from his house in Kirbyville, it, it's uh. Hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. That's half the mileage, y'all. If I lived where he does, I'd probably be guiding up there. Yeah, I, uh, Rayburn was a little closer. I'd be spending a lot more time up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fun. It is. That's a great, great fishery. Beautiful and, place uh, to I mean, fish. It is. And the water's real clear right now. I bet. Uh, How low was the yeah, lake? About, oh, over four feet. Yeah, well, that, that's not bad for what uh, we've been through this year with the weather no. and the drought and everything. But you know, when I was up there in May, it was uh, it was above pool. Right, <laughs> that's right. They're dropping it pretty fast. 
I hear rumors that they're dropping the lake to work on the dam, but I don't know if that's true. Well, that's what uh, Randy Deerman was telling me. They were going to be doing work on the Rayburn Dam next after they got through with Steinhagen. Yeah, and they're done with that, they say. Uh, I wonder, uh, you know, because I didn't see nothing about it on Facebook or anything. I did see Dam B, but uh, I wonder if uh, if they're going to actually pull it down 10 feet. That's oh, I the number know. I keep hearing. That's, that seems to be pretty extreme in the drought that we're in right now. But, hey, they got to do what they got to do. All I know is if they pull that lake down to 10 feet, Uncle Bill's going to be up there riding around in his center console checking out all the old boat roads and right. rides myself with what's going on. Punching in some numbers. Oh, heck yes. Some real <laughs> surveying and uh it is tropical season, so uh, if that does happen, maybe uh, we'll get some kind of system, get a big amount of rainfall. That'll help. Well, uh, I heard heard uh, that one building out there that might come in. It's not a. It's just a low pressure system, but they're thinking it might give some people some rain. Well, the weather people the are bored of- right now. They're ready for something. <laughs> They're getting antsy. <laughs> Jim Cantori, yeah. man, he's foaming at the bit, and he's ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. They would <laughs> love to have uh, 50 name storms coming. Oh, up. boy. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> they can be bored all they want to. I'm not I'm not upset about that at all. Me either. Tomorrow will be the anniversary of Alicia 40 years ago. Oh, wow. My, how time's flown by doesn't seem that long ago, 40 years. Boom, Alicia. Yeah, we were young men back then, buddy. Yes. And that was, uh, uh, it's, that was a pretty good one, <laughs> Category 3. It come in right there at San Luis Pass. Boy, and it messed some stuff up. Yep. Yep. Boy, I remember fishing, the fishing after Alicia. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you could actually stop in the bay anywhere you didn't even have to it didn't even have to look like you were on anything and just cast a lure in the water and you'd bow up on a fish it, it was absolutely stupid i'd never seen anything okay. like that it was like that here after rita and ike yeah it, the gulf of mexico just come up over johnson bayou and, and put everything in the bay yes you it ain't no telling what you was gonna catch and uh, the redfish, oh, my gosh. Uh, after Rita, I took a, a doctor out with me one morning, and I, it was as quick as I could get my uh, batteries charged and get out there, probably about 10 days after that. We still didn't have power at the house. I had to use my generator to, to fire up the batteries. But we, we got down there and rode around, and we caught... I don't know, 50 trout, probably, birds working everywhere, dark, clear water. And I pulled up to the mouth of the bio, and, of course, it was still, the tide didn't matter if it was up or down. Yeah. The tide was still coming out of the marsh because that all of that took time, days, for that water to get out of the marsh. And uh, it was a good flow coming out of that little ditch, a no-name ditch now, just not, not on big bio. 
And uh, we pulled up there and caught 65 slot reds as fast as we could cast and left them by. Boy, they were in snapping mode after that hurricane. Let oh, me knock this. Once while you see a little shrimp jump, you know. Yeah. yeah go ahead and knock the break <laughs> Let out. Let me knock we'll this break out and get you some coffee. I'll be right back at you, man. All right. Well, you know, it's another innovation from Seaguar. They're the proven leader in saltwater leader material, introducing their new gold label leader. It's Seaguar's uh, thinnest leader material yet. It's 18% thinner and 17% stronger than any other Seaguar leader. That means it's even less visible underwater. It creates more natural presentations for better catch rates, especially in clear water on leader-shy fish. And the new gold label, it's made with exclusive Seaguar fluorocarbon resins, they build it in a double structure process, which provides exceptional knot and tensile strength, yet it's soft and it cinches easily for fail-safe knots. Get Seaguar Gold Label at your favorite tackle dealer, or you can learn more online at Seaguar.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 419 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we're back, my friend. All right. I was telling some kind of long-winded story about redfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, after which hurricane was that you were talking about? It was uh, That was Rita. Yeah. And uh, we had we caught 65 slot reds, and the last 10 we caught, we caught them a bare jig head without a plastic. How about that? I, I think I they're snapping when they're eating like that. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the reds there jerked my plastic off. I said, I wonder. And I just sailed that thing back out there and immediate hookup. And so that old boy with me, he pulled his plastic off. He said, I want to do this just so I can say I've done it. Caught him on a bear hook. And we caught the last 10 fish <laughs> on a bear hook. <laughs> and of course, we released all of them, and yeah. and uh, and left them biting. There was so many fish in there. I don't know how many were stacked in there. Uh, it could have been two or three hundred fish in there. But uh, the, <laughs> the poor fellow, he finally threw his arms up and said, "I can't wind in another redfish. That's it. I quit." And so we just drove off and left them. I tell you what, you'll sleep good at night catching sixty-five reds in one one day. You know, That's they were uh, anywhere from eighteen inches up to about twenty-six. They just were. Uh, this year, I don't think we've got that many redfish in the lake. Last last year was kind of slim, and this year is kind of same way. Uh, if you hit them, you're in them. Yeah, and if you don't, you know, and there's. But the pods are smaller. I haven't got out there in the lake and found those, uh, you know, two or three acre schools of 28 inches, 30 inches, you know, where they run into the side of the boat. I hadn't found that. But every once in a while, just like uh, Friday a week ago, we piled into five of them right there on a point. And I think we could have caught a few more there too, but we just decided that was... That was all the redfish we wanted. Yeah. And uh, moved on down. You know, they they were crowding the trout out of the ice chest. And that day we caught some nice, decent trout, you know, 16 to mm-hmm. 16, 18s. 
uh, it's uh, one day you might wind up with a pencil mission and the next day you might hit the good ones and it, it's just you can't predict what you're going to stumble into <clears throat> I know that uh, the bite's better for me in 6 to 10 foot of water right now Right. but occasionally occasionally uh, those fish will move in off the main lake out of the deeper part of the lake and come up to the to the round the mouth of a bio on a high tide and they'll funnel in around the mouth of those bios. You can't predict when that's going to happen, but it'll be on mostly a high tide or a, mm. a morning low that's just starting out. That's a good tide to fish in. The yeah, when it's bowled up and then it starts first going out. Yeah. yeah. Early in the morning, that's that's a good right. time to do that. But afternoon, uh, a real severe drop in the afternoon. Late in the afternoon, you can get on some good fish in the ship channel. I mean, it's late. You have to, you have to almost stay out there in the dark to do it. But that's a, that's that's a good way to catch you some better fish. Wow! But they're they're moving all the time. They're following the bait, and their movements get very predictable this time of year. And we have some birds working. Occasionally, there's birds working out in the deeper part of the low end of the lake. Um, I mean, those are some pretty good fish, too. You'll catch anything from a 9-incher to a, a 21, you know. Next fish you get, then there's ladyfish. And, of course, the uh, ever-present gaff top. Oh, man. When everybody's can't wait till they get out of here and start exiting the bays. Yeah, I'm Adios. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Good riddance. <laughs> Had <That's> enough. Right. <laughs> I just wish I wished everybody'd go to catching them and eating them. So we yeah, I wonder out. how many gaffed off have been just caught and released this year. Just just on the upper part of the coast. It's just uh, thousands, <laughs> <laughs> tens of thousands. Yeah, I have people tell me all the time. I, I cannot believe. That, that you can catch these things on lures. I said, yeah. I had a guy throw a topwater bait out there the other day, and a, about a five-pounder just depth-charged it. He said, oh, man, I got a red, I got a red. I said, no, I don't think so. Sure enough, pull that thing up there. Oh, the ugliest snot shark you ever seen. Had sores all over and bruised. Yeah, yeah that was ugly thing. But he had that topwater bait all in his mouth. That's, oh, I, I dread getting one of them off. Man, I'm looking at the but, forecast uh, for the next, man, from today. Or, well, this is a Houston forecast, 104. Tomorrow, 103. Saturday, 103. Sunday, 106. Monday, 104. Mm-hmm. And then... We must be getting a blizzard on Tuesday. It's going to be 95 for a high. <laughs> well, it's going to be cloudy with a slight chance of rain. It looks like so. Must be a must be a Canadian clipper coming. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean a Siberian Express. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But well, that's amazing. You know, we've been so hot for so long, and how the last couple of mornings just felt so awesome. You're going, hey. 
fall in the air. Yeah, it's only 82 cool. degrees this morning with no humidity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called some of my friends up at Giddings yesterday afternoon. They said it was 68 at their oh, house. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were loving it. Cause they, you know, everybody's having to sell their cattle across the state. And, but the, price, the good news is this time they're getting good prices. Getting better, you know, better money for their bang for their buck. Yeah, they're getting a lot better than 2011 when we had that last big drought. You yes, know, I, that was pretty bad too, and they the price of cattle was down then, and they lost a lot of money. Everybody did, and they had to pay. They were paying like forty dollars for a round bale of hay. Right, and now I think it must be about one hundred twenty-five or something. For those big round bales, that's that much now? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, there. you can just go across the board. I look at everything from just a couple of years ago or three years ago. Everything's just double the price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at your insurance bill. Oh, yeah. That's a look, good look 30% insurance, for sure. Homeowner's insurance. Yeah, look at everything. Mine's up four, mine is up a third. Every yeah. insurance I buy. Car, everything house, I got. Auto, home, boat, everything. It is it, it is a racket, and uh, it, you know, small man can't do nothing about that. But just be careful who you vote for. That's well, all I can say. <laughs> Pay attention to what's going on around you and vote for the right people, or you're going to be paying more. More and more. Well, the bad thing about it when it gets like this, even though. Everything goes down, you know, wholesale wise, still retail it it doesn't the price never drops hardly at all. Oh no. That's not gonna happen. You just get some deals out there because people are trying to hustle you and Yeah. Uh, you know, at the grocery store they they'll give you a little price break if you're a member of their store or whatever. Yeah, if you, know, you got you a card. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All that stuff is uh, is pretty tough, but you know. Well, dove season's want... right around the corner. We should pull some kind of rainfall. Uh, it never <laughs> yeah, fails. You know it. It does. It it just seems like that happens every year. Once the fronts start coming, then we'll see some rain. I mean, but it is dry. My yard is. Uh, my yard is pretty well graveyard dead. Yeah, it's crispy. It's brown. Very crispy. Crispy critter. Yeah. Man, people need and, to watch uh, out. Be careful with uh, even firing up your barbecue pit. Oh, golly, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, it's dangerous. We've got we've got a, a burn ban in Jasper County, and I'm... I'm I think probably eighty percent of the state's under a burn ban. Yeah, which is good, and, uh, but uh, boy, I, I mean, it's, anything right now. We don't want to look uh, like Maui. Oh wow, boy, those poor people! You know, you pull some high winds off some kind of weather event, and uh, one spark, and boy, you can light the countryside. It'll spread like crazy. Well, that's why they call yeah. it wildfire. That's right. Head to the bay. <laughs> yeah, go jump in. So you get the choice of uh, burning to death or a bacteria eating you up, whichever. 
Well, and, you know, we've been talking about that the last couple of weeks. We're just not hearing of many cases of that Vibrio. I'm sure there are, there's got to be some, but it's, it hadn't been very public. You know, Maybe I, it's too salty. It, it could be. Could uh, be. It's salty all the way to the saltwater barrier in Beaumont. Yeah. I it's, mean, uh, we have got salt water. We've got some salinity now on the upper Texas coast. Yeah, and I, I'm just uh, I'm thinking that our, our little uh, – our little trout are spawning real good this year. Oh man, we're gonna have a good year next year, I think. That uh, well, the floods are over, seems like. Yeah, but it's a for fight. now. It it will change. There's uh, there's no happy medium anymore. Well, we're it's due for this. All I one mean, way or all the other. we had like seven years of pretty good floods on this upper coast, so seven years. A- That's exactly right. Maybe we'll uh, we'll have two or three years of this right here, and uh, it'll help help our spawns and everything else. Can't hurt. Well, and, and the fish are being protected in a way because uh, with that Southwest syndrome, it's difficult. Well, it just eliminates a lot of areas you can fish and harvest fish. So Mother Nature, she's yeah. probably the best gatekeeper on our on our resource. That's true, and uh, but. You know, it, that's due to change. Oh, yeah. And, uh, there'll be fish all of a sudden. You'll be catching fish in places you haven't been able to fish. And uh, that's that's the whole deal. Well, and, you know, with the fewer fish that we have now, when you, when you get these good salinity levels, I mean, it does scatter them out. They're able to spread and go anywhere they want to. And, uh, yeah. You know, we got kind of spoiled with the stack-up situations. They were going to be this where they're going to be piled up, and and they were easy pickings, easily targeted. But uh, now they're spread out. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get a good viable, you know, spawn and hatches and everything off. It'll it'll make a difference in the future. It's what we're all looking for yeah. anyway. We're hoping. Well, the the uh, you know our fish stack up in that lower channel. And of course, everybody knows about the Chenier Basin and they fish oh, the yeah. points. And, but that didn't last this year. It it happened. If you wasn't there when it happened, and I did make a bunch of trips right in there and, mm. and whacked them and stacked them. But when that water salty like this early on, those fish move from there and sure. go up and down and around. And that alleviates the problem with all of them getting whacked. And you still, it, it's really good when it, your fresh yes. water goes away. And uh, then you have, you have that fluctuation of fish going here and going there, following the bait here and following the bait there. And, and you know, right. it's hard for everybody to bunch up on them and hurt them. And that, you know, like you say, Mother Nature is a, the best gatekeeper on how many fish get caught in what parts of the bay. I mean, you can go up the Braverman and launch anywhere you want to and go to any shoreline you think you've got fish on and catch fish. Mm-hmm. You can't do that down here in these bay systems because right. they're shallow, they get blown out, uh, and the trout back off the banks. You know, I was talking to a, a guide from Galveston the other day, and he said that, yeah, he said, I'm sick of four-foot swells going down the middle of East Bay. It's a southwest wind every day, every day, and it it's just makes it hard 
But, you know, when it gets like that, I relocate. I just get out of my normal places I like to fish and go find fish other places where that wind is not such a factor. Well, we are talking about Galveston. There's only a few places you can relocate to. If they ain't there, they ain't there. And they're just not. A lot of these places, they're just not there. All right, buddy. Well, I got to roll out of here, Bill. If somebody wants to give you a call, give them a number, man. Shoot, man, I just got wound up. I know it. Me too. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. Anyway, I'll be on a pencil mission Saturday, and uh, I might actually catch a bunch of good fish. They're out there for me. So you take care, and uh, 409-673-9211. All right, Bill. We'll be talking to you. See you, man. Thank you. Take care. All right, See you later. Saturday. All right. All right. It's time for our break. We'll be right back after these messages. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 437 here in the Bayou City. Let's uh, run up to Conroe and check in with our good friend, the fish dude, Richard Tosh. Richard, what's up? Not a lot, Mickey. I'm loving this temperature, though. Yeah, it's. Uh, I bet it's really been nice up there. You know, y'all it are has. y'all are way north of us. I'll tell you what. I'm looking at this. This thermometer it says 63, and I love it. No way. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. Yesterday was 61. This morning, 63. It's like, uh huh. Man, it's, I'm telling you. But it, it don't take long for it to warm up. But I'll tell you what. It's it sure is nice. <laughs> There ain't no doubt. It is nice. There ain't no doubt. It's a good thing, good thing for these ice packs too. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that thing don't hip. It's, it's, I'm trying to overdo it. Is what I'm trying to do so I can get back out on that dang water. I'm just I can't stand sitting around here. But these well, good things for these ice I mean, packs. You don't want to mess up what they fixed. No, I'm not going that far. But I'm, I'm pushing it. That's, there ain't no doubt. I'm pushing it as far well, as I can. You better be careful. It. Uh, I know it, I know it, but I got I got to get back out on the water. It's driving me nuts. I did that on my first right. knee surgery one time because I was <clears throat> hyper and full of it and didn't want to sit around. I was overdoing it and uh, I messed it up. I ended up having to have uh, it redone. Well, I ain't getting I ain't getting that bad. Like I say, I'm I got I got me a walker with wheels. I guarantee I'm gonna roll the wheels off this thing. <laughs> I'm making I'm I'm get as much work out as I can. I'm just ready to get to where I can walk without that thing. That's the main thing. But it's uh, I just want to get out in the boat. I mean, that dang it, it's just killing me sitting around here, not being able, not even being able to climb up in the boat. That's what's so bad. Yeah, well, I, I want to get in there so bad I can't stand it. But I'm also it's also getting me back where I'm where I'm thinking about fishing some of these tournaments. I've been looking at that Brandon Belt tournament stuff, and it's uh. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about fishing those this year. I think they got five or six of them, so it's, the payback's really good. So it's fifty thousand on each one of them, except Dang. for there's one of them. That one of them is paying back a hundred grand. So that's uh, I'm really thinking about it. Oh, real hard because they got they're coming to Conroe in February. So yeah, that that one there's got got my interest peaked. So they're they're going to be at Raven Conroe, I think Cedar Creek. Lake of the Pines, which I've never been on, so I have no clue how to fish up there. And they'll have a championship on Toledo Bend, so it's not. That sounds like some good lakes that I'd like to fish anyway. I know Cedar Creek. I like 
I love fishing that lake because it's the last last time I fished up there. It's I fished up there once about probably about six or eight years ago. I fished up there just for the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Out of the clear blue, just jumped in and and went up there and and fished and I found some fish on some some stuff up there thirty years ago, like in the in the nineties. And those fish were still there. They just got bigger. So there were some, you know, nice six and eight pound fish up there. And it's like, goodness, I like this. So they got, you know, they got some nice, nice lakes. Uh, um, you know, like I say, I've never fished Lake of the Pines. So I've never, don't have a clear out of fish yet. But, but, uh, it comes to some of those others. I mean, I'm all over it. I love it. So I just, and I'm, I'm wanting to go. I'm wanting to go. Those entry fees are pretty steep, but that's okay. It's good. The payback's nice. Well, the pay's good. I mean, it's worth the entry fee. If you uh, place, you'll get some money back even if you don't win, you know? That's it. That's it. I mean, that's that's the thing, you know, and it's, uh, it. Uh, I mean, they just, they, the way these things are setting up anymore, these bigger payback tournaments, yeah, you pay a little bit more in entry fees, but but it's it's well worth your time if you can, if you can get out there and, and just you know, finish top ten. Well, yeah, if you if you can place, it makes it worth your while. Oh, absolutely. So, and that's you know, I, I tried that a few years ago doing that Bud Light Platinum stuff. But dang, I was fishing uh, what uh, lakes most lakes like Amstead and Falcon. Never fished either one of those. Went up there fishing doesn't have and found some good fish over there and stuff like that. But it's you know, it's one of those things where. You get out there and you go learn them. You know that's that's exactly what I got to do on on this other stuff. Except except for the majority of them, I already know. Rayburn's later. Yeah, it's always uh, fun learning new water. You know, that's that's me. You know, I've always I've always loved the tournament stuff because of that fact. You get to learn new places, see new <clears throat> do different things, and see new things. You know, like you know, I've talked about Texoma for a, a long time and. Texas is a great lake too, as far as smallmouth. I love catching those big smallmouth up there because mm-hmm. one of the few places in Texas where you can catch a bunch of big smallmouth. Right. So, you know, even though you can go over, you can go over to uh, uh, Falca, uh, Amstead and catch those smallmouth over there too. See, I never even realized there were smallmouth in Amstead, but there are right. a whole bunch of them. So, there's one, you know, got up there on. Like over at Amstead that that year when I was over there fishing that, and uh, dang, catching I was catching them on a, a bladed jig in a hundred foot of water, as on these bluff walls, and it's like goodness, you got to be kidding me. But they're only about twenty foot down, you know. It is it's one of those things where you kind of <clears throat> go along those big steep bluffs like that, and you I saw I started spotting all these caves and stuff. And they you know they're all along these these big rocky bluffs over there. And I got thinking, man, there's got to be fish down there. So I stuck my GoPro on a pole about 20 foot long and went underwater with it and just kind of went down those walls. And this was before the forward facing stuff. Right. You know, can't pick it out. But I went down there with that GoPro, just kind of going along the wall, pull it back up and look at the video. And sure enough, there'd be, there'd be caves full of fish down there. You just have to figure out where they're at. They'd be all in those caves. Let the thing sink down there in front of them, and boy, it'd come out and knock the fire out of it. So it just—it's something else. And another thing I was kind of watching on the news is kind of totally unrelated, but I noticed that there's a in the Northeast up there. I think it's around New York. They're starting to get a bunch of that that vibrio, the flesh-eating bacteria stuff, where people are dying from it from eating oysters. You know, I yeah. think I mentioned that a 
here while, not too long ago, missing out about a, how a friend of mine passed away from, he ate two oysters down there in Rockport. And it, he was, you know, granted he was, had that COVID stuff and, and recovering from it and he ate them two oysters and that stuff got him more and it took him out. It's, it ain't no, it ain't no good. You got to be real careful with that. So especially if you got a weakened immune system, it's not, you get a bit, and with this warmer water temperatures, you better, better keep your eyes on it. I mean, cause it's not going to get any better, especially with the water temps that we got out there right now. So just one of those things that, that stuff is no good, especially when you ingest it. When you ingest it, you're, you're, that's a death sentence. There is absolutely no doubt. You know, maybe I just got it on the sores on my foot, but other than that, it's, it's, you know, it's, that's easy. That's the easy part, even though it almost took my leg off. But uh, just when you when you eat it, you're gonna you ain't gonna make it. There's just no way around it. It's gonna get you from the inside out. Yeah, Blaine and I had a uh, <laughs> good friend. You know, he uh, hunted with us a bunch down there at Blaine's place. Really nice guy, and he was fixing to have to start around a chemo for cancer. Oh, but uh, before he week before he started that, he. Uh, he ate some raw oysters and uh, got real sick from it and uh, passed yeah. away. No, His that's, immune that's, system's bad in any way, you know. And uh, yeah, it just. And I love it. I prefer that's not eating. You know, it's Russian roulette. They say that, all it, it takes is, is one know? bad one. That's all it takes. I guarantee you. I mean, I I love eating oysters, and after I got through with mine, cold they, weather's one thing, but uh, during the summer months and all, and no, I'll, yeah, I want oyster yeah. all all fried. That's it. That's it. And, you know, like like me, like I said, they told me when I got out, don't be eating those, don't be eating them and stuff. And sure enough, I I keep on, I keep on keeping on. And then finally, I just said, you know, after after I heard about him passing away, I said, you know, that's not going to work for me no more. I think I'm just going to pass. It's not something that I have to have. It's just something. No, I it's everyone. it's a luxury, you know. And a yeah. So, feel good deal it's, it is pretty good with some cold beers and <laughs> yeah yeah <there laughs> you know? no doubt but it uh it is what it is you better watch yeah, out i guarantee you boy i tell you what it's something else so but you know it's, when they start talking about it up, up in the northeast that's what's so bad because that water temperature stays pretty cool up there it's not mm-hmm. not anything like what we've got around here in the gulf you know the gulf waters are you know, way, way warmer than any of the water is up there in the Pacific or the Atlantic. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter. I mean, either one of those are cooler water temperatures, especially as you go north. So it just, the Gulf always, it's just like a big swimming pool out there. You know, it's just nice and toasty most of the time anyway. And speaking of that, you know, right. it's kind of crazy we're not seeing any of these, these hurricanes fire up with all that, that warmer water temperature. But well, I guess that Saharan dust is helping us, you know, coming off yeah. of the african coast and that's that's uh putting a damper on it but boy once that disappears and well you know it can fall into place it can just explode and be four or five of them out there at one time building up there ain't no doubt we've seen that before all right well i gotta run buddy um if you want to uh somebody wants to call you and pick your brain or get get ready to hook up and go fishing with you when that hip recovers give them some info there richard all right, Mickey, you want to get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, buddy. 
Well, hey, you have a good one, and uh, I'm glad you're getting better. Just be patient, man. Don't. Uh, I know. That's just, hard. You know, <laughs> I know it is, but it hey. It is hard. Once you get healed up, take you a good offshore trip and uh, some there rough seas, and you see what that hip's made out of. <laughs> that's, the way I ought to, that's the way I ought to do it. I'm ready. No, to just kidding. Anyway. Stay away from that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Richard, have a good right. day, man. Hang in there. Have, have All right, fun, later. Man. All right. Well, I know it's just killing him not to be able to do anything because he's, he's just spark plug. He's wiry anyway. All right, let's, let's run down to Matagorda. Let's check in with old Captain Charlie P. this morning. Charlie, how about it? What's up? Mm, nothing new. Same old, same old. <laughs> well, just your, your favorite player finally got a hit last night after going over 15. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I guess every dog has his day every now and then. Yeah, I guess so. It, uh, nothing's changed from 2015 and now in my books. No, man, they can get it. They either they're either getting a bunch of runs, or when they need a few, they can't get them. You know. Well, look, two games we scored 22 runs, and then we go we go back to back games where we scored one run. Yeah. That's you, you just with that crew with that lineup, jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good lineup. You know, we got some possibilities. Yeah, and I'm got a chance. Liking seeing Brantley in rehab in Sugarland, so sure wouldn't be nice to have his stick back. Yeah, wish he could play first base. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, he, I'm sure he could. No problem. He probably could. Good ball We're, player like that can play. How bad anymore. are we regretting trading Yuli Guriel now? You know, and I, you uh, know how ticked I was about that. I just, I couldn't see yeah. breaking him up from the good karma he had with his team and all his buddies and everything. And I mean, look how hot he was in the playoffs last year. They talked about his off year, but hey, it's still uh, better than half our team's batting averages right now. And his average yeah. this year is too. Oh yeah. Plus he's they a, rolled he's, the dice and a, they rolled them wrong. They really did. Uh, yeah. Plus he's an aardvark on first base. You don't get anything by Yuli. Nah. Good man. Good man. Great glove. Yeah. No, other than that, there ain't nothing new. Mickey. It's the same old stuff. You know, it's it's as fast as time is flying by. I guess we'll be through this before before you know it, but it sure is taking its time coming. I know well, it. It is. I uh, I went to renew my my uh, license yesterday, buy my new license, and and I couldn't do it. They uh, now Parks and Wildlife. You have to have a Homeland Security medical card. Also, when you go to apply, and you get that when you renew your captain's license, they they send it to you. And I just renewed mine in January. They never sent it, never got it. Yeah, but what if uh, if your uh, captain's license didn't do yet, but you want to renew this year? Mm -hmm. Just do it. But. I, all this happened yesterday afternoon, and I, you know, I couldn't get a, 
anybody to return a call to to find out what I've got to do. But uh, you know, <laughs> I can't see getting that card in fifteen days. I mean, it takes time to get all that. Well, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, what is with all the government red tape and all this bureaucracy? It's crazy. Because I'm I'm up to renew, but my uh, Coast Guard isn't ready to expire yet. Yeah. But I need to get my state guide license. So I've got to well, have a medical card from Homeland yeah. Security? Right. And, uh, oh, my God. You know that little red that little red pamphlet that they, that they, uh, they get right. your captain's license in? Uh-huh. There's, a little, there's a little pocket there that, uh, that that little card is supposed to be in. And uh, a, another guy told me, they said, well, man, you need to check that little crack. And sure enough, I check and I find one, but it's, it was one that had expired. So I didn't even notice that, you know, I well, got, how can I it expire? But, how can it expire before your captain's license does? I guess we got it when I renewed the last captain's license, but they did not send it when I, that, when I, but it's supposed to go five years. Yeah. Well, it didn't. So I got to deal with that today. Oh, boy. It's always something. But, well. I mean, if it happened to me, I'm sure somebody else is going to go up there to, to do that. They're not going to have that little card, and uh, they're not going to get their license. It's going to be a lot of moaning and groaning going on. Yeah. You know, I talked to four or five other guides in Matagorda, and they had that card. I've never gotten one from them. They didn't mail me anything like that. Well, you might check that little crack I'm telling you about in your uh, in that on your uh, captain's license, and it may be laying in there. Oh, but, I'd have uh, found that by now. Well, I would have thought so too until somebody told me to look in there deeper, and there it was. But it was an expired one. I don't know. Why did it expire before your captain's license did? That's the deal. The, the captain's license, my my original captain's license wasn't set to expire till the end of May. I went ahead and renewed in January, so I should have got a new one. Right. But it, they didn't send it to me. Uh, now they said something about it could have got lost in the mail or something, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's just something else to deal with in this crazy year. Crazy like times. Fishing. Yeah. Crazy oh, times, God. crazy fishing, hot weather. Just uh, a different year. Yeah, it is. A different well, year. Southwest winds are supposed to be returning today. Yeah, and I got to fish tomorrow and Saturday. Well, it's going to be nice and warm in Southwest. That's mm-hmm. what you like, Charlie. Love it, don't you? <laughs> Love it to death. How do you spell spell relief from a Southwest wind, Charlie Paradosky? There you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's it's hard to believe we hadn't even hardly gotten a surf at all this year. You know, we had that had one little stretch back in in May. Mm-hmm. Early stretch. But, uh, yeah, it really wasn't that good here. It was better y'all's way than it was over here. Right. 
Yeah. And one of the reasons I switched over from Galveston to here was I was a surf freak, and and I was getting in the surf 35, 40 times over here in Matagorda, and right. not anymore. It don't happen anymore. Hard to catch it right. Well, you just got to be blessed by the uh, trout gods. Yeah. Cervillo so. just texted him. He said he got his when he renewed. When he got his license? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're supposed to get it. Yeah. And uh, they didn't send it to me. Uh, I went through everything I had yesterday looking to make sure I didn't overlook it somewhere, and I, I just don't have it. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I just got a text from a listener said, try renewing a Texas driver's license these days. You have to prove you're a U.S. citizen. <laughs> yeah, you got to show know, up for your I didn't know there was such a thing anymore. <laughs> Open yeah. borders and everything else. Hey, it, everything goes. <laughs> yeah, you you got to show up with your birth certificate. It's got to be the original, not a copy, to get your driver's license renewed. Who has an original birth certificate these days? Mm. The one you're born with, with your little footprints and everything on it, right? That's the well, one you got to have. Drive without a license, in. Co- even the Coast Guard took my copy. You know where you, you know, you have to send in and have them mail you one, that kind of deal. And uh, you, you can go down to the courthouse and pay twenty five dollars, and they can. Oh, there you go. Get, okay, all it takes is money. Get, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they get you going and coming, man. <laughs> oh, and this uh, medical card thing's uh, good for uh, three years. That's what Robert said. Three so years. Now, so now you have to have two physicals within one license cycle <laughs> of five years instead of the one every five years. Hey, See good. a medical maybe, card. Maybe they'll run us all off. I've just about had enough anyway. Yeah. I'm ready to fish for fun for myself. The the medical card that I found that I had expired in 22. Yeah, so. there you go. That's probably what mine is, too, because I'm coming up for re- renewal this year. So I'm sure mine's yeah. expired. I ain't worried it's about it. It's always something, any, man. I don't have any trips anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, Phone ain't ringing. They're smart. They won't call. <laughs> All right, Charlie P. Oh, I got to run. I'm out of time. Throw out your number. I got to roll. 713-725-2401. All right. See you, buddy. Thanks, Charlie. Bye. Later. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.